the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, it's a Tuesday. Good to have you around for the Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, go ahead, bring a little of that music up a little bit, just a little bit. They, they won't turn it off, I promise. It's a great song. On on my yeah on my on my uh, highway out there in in Cabot, uh, I would say three quarters of the houses have lights on them now. It's really nice. It's a great feeling when the lights are on the houses and things of that nature. Christmas Christmas one of my favorite times of the year was definitely my father's favorite time of the year. Christmas was a big deal at the Ellswick household when I was a kid. Uh, I think I've told you, Heidi, that you know my, my father's dad walked out on his family when he was nine and left them to fend for themselves. Uh, my father started working in the coal mines of West Virginia at nine years old and uh, was, got out of them at 18. And I remember my brother, I was talking to him, uh, this is a few years ago, and he says, yeah, I was talking to dad about that. And I asked him, you spent you know, nine years in the coal mine. Why did you, why did you get out? And he said, after the third cave-in, I thought I was on borrowed time. <laughs> so Basically. He got out of there. He, he didn't want anything to do with it, went into the Army, served with Patton during World War II, and uh, was in the, the military when the war was over, and uh, they wanted to send him back to Germany to take care of the, uh, the insurgency that was going on in Germany. People don't hear about that too often, but there were people who want to keep the Reich around, you know, after the, the war. And so um, the military was there to, to stop that. And uh, he said no, came back to Louisville, Kentucky, and met my mom, married her. Uh, and uh, he was a fireman in Louisville uh, for years. And then they went to a call at a big apartment building that caught on fire. And he told me, you know, when you come out and you got these rubber gloves on and stuff and all these people had died in that fire and their skin was sticking to the rubber gloves and stuff, he said he was done. He didn't want it anymore. And he was talking to a friend and they said to him, hey, have you heard what they're doing up in Gary? Uh, with the steel mills up there, Inland Steel was, uh, you know, hiring. And he went up there and uh, got on to Inland, and that's what he did the whole time that I was a kid. And uh, But long story short now, uh, Christmas was a special time because he didn't have a father that, uh, you know, celebrated Christmas with the family. So he always made it a priority to celebrate it with us. So... He's a good man. But it sounds like his career was to be a remarkable man. Yeah, well, he was a great dad. He really, really was. And he was a smart man. I keep telling people, one of the smartest men I ever knew that only had a third grade education. But he was always reading. Always reading. And that's something I picked up from him. I'm always reading. Always reading books all the time. I adore your books. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway... This great books to go out there and read. I like I said yesterday, the one that I recommended to you was that new one from Nadelson dealing with the Constitution. All you got to do is look under Am- on Amazon for Nadelson and uh, Rob Nadelson 
and read his book, you know, because it's all about the Constitution and the words that they use in the Constitution. Some of them mean something today and it meant something totally different in that time. So you want to you want to hear all of that. I'm going to ask you to pull that microphone to towards you. Okay. There you go. Let's get it right close to your mouth. No. Put it right close. There you go. And we got, we got a special guest in the studio with us. Be be gentle, my friends. All right. It's her first time doing radio. She's never she's scared, Heidi. I'm not scared. She's I'm nervous. She's, nervous. <laughs> she's really really nervous. I'm looking at Heidi. Heidi's like, "What are you nervous about? You've been doing this How long have you been doing this now, Heidi?" Uh, five years, but I mean, even so I get nervous. So I think if you're not ever nervous, like there's something wrong with you. I'm too like, old. I, I get I'm too old fight, to be so. nervous now. I'm too old. It's That's an excitability it nervous. Yeah, there you go. Well, you, you've got a business. Why don't you tell people what your business is called? It's called uh, St. Clarity Residential Cleaning Services and we're pretty new. Yeah. <laughs> so we provide all types of cleaning services to everyone in the central Arkansas area. And we have some special things about us. You know, I could drill into it. And we're going to. The same thing. You know, we do a lot of what all the other companies do, but every company's unique. Yeah, well, you do some things a lot better. For <laughs> instance, let me, here's what really caught my attention. And I, I, I learned about this business because she, she got a hold of me, instant messaging me direct messaging me, whatever we want to call it anymore. And uh, Ledbetter, who's a good friend of both of ours, that's mm-hmm. his last name, by the way, uh, does he still own the, uh, the tattoo parlors? Uh, he's not on the tattoo parlor. Okay, so he got off of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew him from Cabot. He had a tattoo parlor right there on 2nd and, uh, what was that, 5. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, the easiest way to say it. And he was next to a wing shop, and if you you've got a pretty good chance of running into me if you're next door to a wing shop because I love wings. I I'll eat my weight in wings. And I got to know him, and he ended up being one of my advertisers on my show for quite some time, and we increased his business for him. He had like three tattoo parlors before it was all said and done. I think he did really well. He did, and I, then decided he didn't want to do it anymore. He, I think he. He'd have to tell you the story on it all, but he was doing really, really well there in Cabot. And oh, yeah. I admired it. Those places were busy, busy. That place was really busy. I got some tattoos there, actually. Did you really? I turned, you know, of age and had to get three in a row. Well, I won't ask where they're at. But the, anyway, <laughs> the, bottom, <laughs> the bottom line, I used to do that, Heidi. I was that that kind of guy. <laughs> when I when I used to broadcast live at, at uh, Riverfest, when Riverfest existed, uh, people would walk by and I, I'd say tattoo. I see a tattoo and I'd say, what's the story behind your tattoo? And some of the great stories of all time on my show are about tattoos. It's pretty interesting mm-hmm. about why. And then I'd say, okay, so I, I can see that one. Do you have other ones hidden? And they would say, yes. I said, okay, were you sober or were you drunk? You know, I, <laughs> And it went from there. Anyway, bottom line is that, uh, yeah, tattoos are an integral part of this show uh, when I'm around people that that have any more. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah, I was looking. What is that? That's a, That looks like a rhinoceros. A, <laughs> Everyone says that. It's a triceratops. A triceratops. Okay, so are you a big dinosaur pet person? Um, Actually, I 
just was phasing into kind of a weird time in my late 20s and drove by a shop. And I was like, I think I need a just an outlined rhinoceros. There or, you go. Not rhinoceros. See, Triceratops. My, see, my grandson would have known that just looking mm-hmm. at it. Because he is like, he's going to be four in February, and he is so heavily into dinosaurs. It's incredible. It's all he wants me to buy him when we're, you know, I'm going to buy a toy, toy for him. What do you want? Dinosaur. My daughter loves them too, and she's only two. Okay, are they? Is she good at at saying their names, their real names? Oh, no, she's smart, but she, I mean, she's not dinosaur smart yet. Not okay, their well, real my, names. <laughs> my grandson's learned all their names, and he he's got all of them down. And you know, there is no brontosaurus in his word; it's an allosaurus. Mm. You know, they'll teach you something. <laughs> yeah, well, he he does good. I'm going to be honest; he does very very good as far as that's concerned but you know let's talk a little bit more about your business because i want to get into this number one why did you go into the cleaning business because you worked at that that wing place i did and then when it became a barbecue place i was there full time okay i did food for a long time nothing wrong with that um i by chance got a job with a local cleaning company few years back and i enjoy cleaning at my house anyways it's been proven that it reduces stress and makes you happy so now wait a second cleaning a house yes makes you happy and reduces stress it does actually is that for women or for women and men (laughs) this is from a um an actual mental health um okay organization that in general the act of cleaning and the end result does reduce stress and anxiety okay and increase productivity later we'll take your word for it okay that's fine (laughs) but yes me personally i really enjoy it i enjoy the end result most oh well sure everybody likes a clean house getting there can be a little bit of a troublesome thing i guess if you don't when you get that pattern and stuff it it feels like a schedule that you're working out because you go from one top to bottom, one to the other, and you get to watch the transformation of the clutter and everything that could be keeping your mind from being having clarity, if you will. Okay, so I understand that you do a lot of cleaning just at your house because you have three kids. I do, constantly. And that that will cause clutter and disarray just in the thing of having kids. So you don't mind cleaning up behind your children? Um, if you ask them, they would tell you the opposite, but no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't mind doing it. So, okay. So you decided that you liked cleaning. I do. Now the big step is I'm going to do this on my own. Yes. And you started off as a one man operation, basically. I, I did. Okay. I just offered, cause I know how much I can do and that I could offer, you know, so much to at least one client and. I just, I didn't want to work all these different avenues and call success someone else making my schedule and telling me when I could spend time with my family or how much I could profit. Heidi's shaking her head yes back there. (laughs) See, Heidi wants to own her own radio stations. No, she says, I don't want to. (laughs) She said, I don't want that. (laughs) You've had enough of this radio biz to know that it's not the most stable place to be if you want to own a business. But the bottom line is is that, uh, yeah, that's cool that you wanted to do this. You stepped out on yourself. You're the kind of person that I really respect because you're an entrepreneur. 
you put it on the line Mm -hmm. you're putting your own money out there and and you're putting your own reputation out there and you're to be commended for doing that and that's uh, that's great and you're giving other people an opportunity to be able to make, make a living maybe they don't have what it takes to get their own business but you did absolutely and having been from 17 and up going through different employments and all kinds of different types i my relationship with employees is something we keep very well i understand that you have a life and money doesn't always mean that you shouldn't be at home yeah i try to give fair chances fair raises all of that all right so when we come back so you already got through the first segment wow that's pretty good nice 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 job thank you in fact we gave you an extra i gave you an extra three minutes for the first segment heidi's looking at me she said dave time to take a break i gotta get a break in uh let me i'm going to tell you that uh we're looking at you gotta you gotta deal with uh if you're in the military there's always problems when you're in the military because you pcs so often now i guess i should re-say that some people pcs often when I was in the military, all of my jobs, for the most part, were overseas. I was in uh, Armed Forces Radio and Television, and uh, it exists for troops overseas to keep them up to date on what's going on back home and to give them a feel of back home mm-hmm. while they're overseas, no matter where they're at, whether they're in Greenland, up in Thule, or whether they are um, all over the place that you might have been in germany or england or wherever you might have been and one of the problems with that is that when you're in the military and it's time to pcs you might not be ready to pcs and what i mean by that maybe you bought a home and uh, you live uh, let's say here in north little rock or in cabot or whatever and you uh, you work out at little rock air force base and now you know you're going to PCS, and that means you're going to transfer. And you're trying to sell your home because you got to sell the home that's here because you're getting ready to move there, wherever there is going to be, and you're going to need another home. And I'm going to tell you what, the last thing you want is to own two homes at the same time and have to be, you know, a landlord and uh, be a landlord in, you know, Thule, Greenland, and have a property here in 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 north little rock so you want to get rid of it and that can be a problem and brian an air force pilot was trying to sell his north little rock home however um, he, he was having problems he couldn't get it sold before he was transferred after six months of no success he decided that he'd make it a rental property that's a normal thing and uh, no longer wanting to be a landlord though after being uh, wherever he was at it doesn't say here where he went to uh, he reached out to Dustin Turner, and Dustin has asked me to tell you this story so that if you are a military person, uh, know that he can handle your your property and can uh, post-haste get it sold. Once Dustin and his team put their explosive marketing to work, uh, it was like being shot out of a cannon, and the first weekend, the home was listed sold for $5,000 over the asking price. And so today... Uh, we're talking about Brian tomorrow. If you're in the military, we could be talking about you. So I want you to remember, you know, Dustin Turner, you need, you you can forget Brian's okay name, but don't forget Dustin Turner's name with the home team brokered by EXP Realty. 
where they can give you an instant cash offer without the large hidden costs, if that's what you'd like. Uh, if you want, you should call the only agent uh, that I would call uh, if I was ready to sell my home, which is going to, I just talked to a painter yesterday. I'm painting my house. I'm doing some things to get it ready to start showing at the uh, middle of next year uh, because it's, it's time for me to start di- di- downsizing. So Dustin can do all of this, and he's the man that I highly recommend to help you. Uh, call Dustin Turner today, 501-952-2969 is his number, 501-952-2969, or go online. Everybody wants to do it online anymore, especially with COVID-19 and all of that, uh, and go to hometeamsoldit.com. And remember, dot is D-O-T. Uh, that's hometeamsoldit.com, and then just start packing, and you're going to be moving pretty quick. All right, we got more coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, Christian is with us, and the name of her cleaning company, St. Clarity. Yes. All right, is where you want to go to get clean. Clean, pure, and clarity. Yeah, she's good, man. I'm just telling you, she's good. What we're doing here with her is uh, she is uh, selling, uh, what's the best word for them? It's just little pieces of paper. What do we want to call it? What do you want to call Typically it? Typically gift certificates. A gift certificate, okay. And uh, they may be, they're going to be, what, between two and $300? Yes. And But when you buy them here at uh, the radio station, you get them for 50% off. So you can buy a $200 for 100 $300 for 150 And so for a $200 certificate, what size house are we talking? For $200, you could absolutely get up to like a deep clean on, say, 1,500 square foot around there, a little bit okay. over. And it would cover a basic for sure on anything larger, maybe more, a couple add-ons. Okay. You get a good deal. All right. So this is a good deal. Now, guys, listen to me. All right. This would make a great Christmas gift. Seriously would. Buy, buy yourself. Buy about you know, $400 of these, you know, whether if you got a big house, buy two, buy two of the $300 for 150 cost you 300 bucks. Or buy, if you got a smaller house, buy, you know, three of the, the $100 ones, you know, and you're in good shape here. Because I'm going to tell you what, one thing that your wife gets tired of doing, <laughs> well, picking up your underwear is one thing, but cleaning the house is something that she would like to be able to get a break from from time to time, and this gives her that uh, opportunity. We've got a, uh, just a minute here before we get to the uh, the news that's coming up, but I'm going to have uh, Christian start off by telling you just a little bit, what is a deep clean? A deep clean would include anything that would come in a basic pass- package, like that includes your just your basic stuff all the surfaces and exposed areas a deep clean though we're going to get in between behind all those appliances and in the corners everything that you don't think about often we're going to make sure it's completely gone and going to get under the couch right under the couch behind the fridge okay now in the contract does it say you get to keep the change it doesn't say that <laughs> but if they agree to it i i'll take a little pocket change. <laughs> you'll take it all right but uh how many how many M and M's do you believe you have vacuumed up in your lifetime? Um, 
3,040. <laughs> you know. That's only you because know. my kids typically try to pick them up and eat them. So. <laughs> yeah, they've been there for a while. Yep. But here's the key. Deep cleaning. I mean, the cleaning that even cleans the areas you don't see. That's what you want. Get behind the dryer. Get behind the. Get under the refrigerator. Get under the beds. Get under the you know the furniture. All right, let's get under the news here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Well, they need some healthy volunteers still about this COVID nineteen study they got going on. I I think that it's AstraZeneca that's doing the vaccine study. So you'll be working with them. Uh, they're going to be a little bit behind the power curve, but they're in their phase three. Uh, testing now and they need people to help them the studies enrolling now in little rock if you want to help them research uh, this uh, vaccine for covid19 here's what you got to do uh, you have to have access uh, to, to insurance no that's not true you have no access you don't have to have any access uh, for anything this is a no cost study related care you also will have the opportunity to help advance covid19 research uh, if you're an adult who's in good shape or in stable health, uh, you may be able to qualify. Interested in learning more, then they've got a phone number and they got a place on the Internet to go. The phone number is 501-954-7822. 501-954-7822. Now, the uh, Internet site is the letter C, the number 19 vaccine study. That's all together. C19vaccinestudy.com, and you can find out right there to see if you're eligible. Now, they're they're filling this up now where it's almost full. So uh, keep on uh, you know getting on there now so that you have a chance to get into this. The phone number again, 501-954-7822. That is c19vaccinestudy.com on the internet so you can you can play a hero kind of that's what that this is about if you want to step forward and and look i want you to know there's not much of a of a chance that anything bad goes by it's already gone through two uh phases of study so all the the bad stuff has been worked out now they're just they need a whole lot of people that they can vaccine and make sure what they're Oh, yeah, got, we would not be promoting it on the air. No, that hurts my that hurts my arm right there where you <laughs> shot me, like a flu shot. That's basically what the the bad part of this is all about. So I'm I'm looking forward to being able to take my shot. By the way, uh, be back with me at six o'clock tonight, and Dr. Terry Yamauchi is going to be on, and we're going to talk about what's the difference in the vaccine this time versus vaccines for flu and things of that nature because there's some difference in them the ones for flu are dna this is rna it's a live virus it's not a dead virus and and is there a chance that you can get infected the answer is no it's a rhetorical question but the bottom line is you'll find out all about that dr yamuchi is one of the foremost experts in the united states about infectious diseases been with the cdc and all of the big boys for many, many, many years and has been many years here in Little Rock working with the children's and working with UAMS. So he'll be on. He's a good friend of mine. We're both big baseball fans. That's how we got to know each other. And he still plays softball. He's, he's in his 70s. He's still, you know, they won the national championship a couple of years ago. And his 
65 plus or something tough guys all right so i got christian here she's got a business it's in cleaning and i'm telling you uh cleaning is not something that's not my forte um i know my my wife does cleaning of the house and uh, but it'd be nice to give her a break once in a while or ladies if you want to give yourself a break once in a while this is the way to do it why don't you christian tell me when when a person let's say they they buy some of these certificates, which we'll be selling at uh, 101.1 FM, theanswer.com, starting tomorrow. And you can buy these, and you can get a $200 uh, certificate for 100 You can get a $300 certificate for 150 And uh, then you're going to call uh, Christian, and then she's gonna, she'll come out and, and work with you and, and get things all taken care of. I'm going to tell you. You're going to have her do this, you know, her her uh, her people come out and clean your house a couple times, and you're going to be hooked. You don't want to do it anymore. How how often do you say once a week, once every two weeks? Um, we offer once a week up to you know monthly or quarterly, but a lot of people prefer biweekly or weekly, depending on their needs. Right. Very popular for weekly. Is it is it? moms that have kids that really appreciate this they they really really do especially as a gift yeah because just having that time off whenever it happens to be it frees them up for whatever they need to actually do or to not do so all right does does the client have to be at the house no okay so you can go out and and go shopping or something like that and how long does it typically take depending on the size it's usually ranges between three to four hours. Wow. You guys are at it. Yes. Busy bees. Yes. Okay. So you got into this. How did you determine what would be a typical cleaning? What would be a deep cleaning? Is it, you said, now, if I did that, that would be deep cleaning. Is that how you kind of work this all out? Or did you look at competition and things of that nature? Um it was a mixture between having done it before with some companies. I did look at some competition and just what they included and kind of got a median feel for it. And then as well as the things that I know that I prefer to have deep cleaned that I don't want to do daily. Right. Okay. So $200 certificate would be good for a house up to how many square feet? 1500 1500 Okay. $300 certificate, which would only cost you $150, uh, would be uh, for how many square feet? Depending on bedrooms and stuff, that gets a little iffy, but um, 2500 maybe push it another 100 or so. Okay. Foot. So a pretty good size house. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. I fall in between it, those two, so I'd buy the 300 for 150 See, we're, she's working with us, and we're taking the, the gift certificates, and we're selling them for 50% off. What a deal for you, the listener. Mm-hmm. That's why you listen to the show. You get good deals and save money. And I'm all about saving money as far as things like this go. Uh, I'm, when we come back, I want to talk about some unique things that you do. Because after people have gone through a traumatic time in their life, the number one thing that they need is normalcy again. Yes. And you work hard to help people with that yes absolutely why why did you get involved in it there had to be a personal experience there there was i um 
mental health has always been a big thing in my life, but after my third child, I had some postpartum that turned into some serious trauma. Wow. And I know if if I could have just had one thing, like maybe a small area cleaned, I could have done that meditation or whatever the therapist recommended and started to get back to life sooner like I deserved. You needed a place that you could go where you could. <sighs> yes, where you were no longer in the present of that past experience and you were starting to move forward. All right. Well, we got to take a break. Let's get the, the final break for this hour in. Stick with me. I want you to hear this story. It's very, very impressive. Uh, Christian with us, and I'm going to have you say the name again. It's St. Clarity. St. Clarity Residential Cleaning Services. All right. Full name. All right. You'll find it starting tomorrow on our website, 101.1 FM, uh, The Answer. And you can buy your certificates there. I I believe that they're going to go quickly. So I would buy them quickly. I would be there tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., to be honest with you, and get yours. Uh, $200 certificate is only $100. A $300 certificate, only $150. And uh, I'm just telling you, get it all ready to go before Christmas. And you don't have to worry about it. You're already working. You're already worried about what am I going to make for dinner when you know everybody's here. Uh, I've got to buy. I got to make some cakes. I got to make pies. Look, I know all this because I I do all the baking in my house, and I know how time consuming that is. They can give you the extra time you need so that you're not cleaning your house during that time. Again. Uh, you can find those certificates starting tomorrow at 1011fmtheanswer.com. All right, St. Clarity. Residential Cleaning Services. Residential <laughs> Cleaning Services. All right. She does homes. That's what she does. She does some businesses as well. If you talk to her nice, you might get something done on, on the business side as well. Uh, as far as uh, getting the gift certificates and uh you're going to get those at 101.1 FM. The answer is, is it 101.1 or just 1011, uh, Heidi? Our website. Uh, 1011 FM, the answer.com. Okay. Don't put a, a dot there. Just 1011 FM, the answer.com. All right. And uh, you'll find those starting tomorrow. Uh, and look, I don't know for a fact, but, you know, I would say six o'clock, but I would probably think they'll put it in there you know using some kind of uh software that'll put it in maybe at midnight tomorrow tonight so think about that just check but get them <laughs> early because they're going to go fast i really expect them to be gone uh tomorrow and then we'll be talking to her about getting more but anyway the bottom line is it is uh a $200 gift certificate for $100, a $300 gift certificate uh, for $150. That's the way it works here uh, on uh, the Dave Ellswick Show, half price. That's the way we do this. And, you know, we've done other places. We've done some gun shops and things of that nature. It's, uh, it's, it's for my business clientele that may not have a whole lot of free money because it costs money to advertise. I mean, that might be a surprise to people, but it does. But what we do is we let them use their product as a methodology of paying. And then uh, we give them 100% uh, uh, the, the cost of the 
of the certificate, and we only charge you 50% to get one of them. And we do that with the folks that we think that you would be interested in, and I know cleanliness is something that women demand of their homes, and if they demand it even more if they didn't have to do it. Is that pretty good? Yeah, I mean, I, I clean and I enjoy it. I, I know, would, you I would love still it. demand it sometimes. I mean, Yeah, you love it. Yep. You're really into it. And, and that's cool. <laughs> you know, we got to remember what Sly and the Family Stone said. Different strokes for different folks. Absolutely. All right. Got to keep that in mind. But it's just, it's, it is the way it is. I'm not a clean freak. And I should be because I was raised by the queen of the clean freaks. I'm just telling you. And maybe that's why I'm not. I don't. I don't want to be a clean freak like my mom was. But, you know, when I look back, I'm glad she was. was, It's nice to walk around a clean house. Keeps things orderly, and really it keeps things moving faster. You don't have to search or all of that. Helps every aspect of your life. Do you get into that as well? If somebody calls you and wants you to come out and clean, if they want to uh, be told how, like they've got, let's say they've got a craft room, and you say, can you help me? Get this in shape. Can you help them with that? Yes, we can For go. For cost, but I mean, you can help them? It, yes, it, we would set up a date and try to get an outline of what they would be comfortable with on the organization of the initial. And we also offer resources to keep things that way or anything that would help them in between needing us. Okay. All right. So let me ha- ask you the last two most important questions. We're down to about six and a half minutes. Okay. And number one, COVID-19. COVID-19. We're adhering to all the cdc guidelines but we are also taking some extra steps especially to make sure our customers are comfortable because we're in their homes this is their safe place so we are using disposable gloves making sure that they don't touch anything else we're trying to use more of disposable things like paper towels and bathrooms and stuff so that we aren't reusing it and anything that we do have to reuse like cloths are all the high heat on washing and drying and we also use a medical grade sanitary product on everything all the way out the door to the doorknob when we're leaving. Yeah, so. it doesn't it doesn't dissipate quickly. I mean, it it has a like a half life, right? It, kind of. I looked into it a little more just to make sure. Um, because COVID is a vi- it's a virus. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there's not a product like a micro. Uh, like that that lasts super long but it is much more efficient and it will you know if the surfaces aren't a main problem anyways it's much less likely so you're pretty good if we use that and you're not having high traffic there and then we even offer to leave some for them to use if they do oh wow for doorknobs and stuff because that's one of the places doorknobs light switches all that that you're gonna Mm -hmm. you know transfer that kind of stuff that's why around my house there are many of these bottles that are Germex, and that, and you know, I'm notorious about it now. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of worried. I read a story said that because people are using so much of it, that the germs are going to become, you know, used to it, and then we're going to have to switch to something else. And I'm thinking, what is better than just plain old alcohol? Well, the they recommend sixty percent alcohol, and then washing your hands for twenty seconds a minute. Yeah, alternate. If you do that, you should be pretty safe. Okay, well, I'm I'm Mr. Clean when it comes to my hands. I'll just be honest about that. I learned that from Terry Yamauchi, who you'll hear at six o'clock tonight, and I'm also you'll hear about the Yamauchi uh, bump because he's the one who started that many years ago, uh, bumping elbows. 
That's he's the one who started that. So, you know, keep that in mind. He's going to be on. We're going to talk about the vaccine with him. All right. But we're going to finish up now with Christian because she has a special part of this. And that is for people who have gone through trauma and things of that nature. We've got about three minutes here. Let's let's talk about that. So I've been through it and I know that the path to healing is on your own terms. Don't push it. But if you can get a little help, we want to end the stigma some and let people know that we offer compassionate cleaning so it's a very um private why don't you explain what compassionate cleaning is so we make sure that our employees are trained on the sensitivity of those that nature and it's you're still getting those cleans but it may be at at your pace what you know you want and that we're going to come in and talk to you it's going to be very confidential you'll follow up with us we're not going to follow up with you all of that and when we come in, we will take care of anything from just the minute things, maybe mailing something for you up to, you know, complete disaster or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, the where your house looks like a bomb went yeah, off. Yeah, just the some. <laughs> That's I, kind of mine at times. Sometimes depression can cause you to not clean for three months. To I can years. understand that. And we we want to come and take care of that, even if it's just you can only handle a little at a time to help people get back into life and not just be surviving get you back to normalcy yes all right people like to have a clean home here's your way of doing it without having to be the one that cleans it and you you can do it with uh, christian and her business all you have to do is come on to our website tomorrow all right 1011fmtheanswer.com and buy one their uh, certificates or buy multiple certificates guys i'm just telling you this is one of those things your wife will love you for. Buy her some certificates, or maybe you're the cleaner. You know, give yourself some love. But the bottom line is uh, $100 for a $200 certificate and $150 for a $300 certificate, and they'll do the job for you. I guarantee it. All right? And you know when I use my word, you know you can, you can uh, definitely count on that. Christian, thanks for coming in. You're really a great person. I'm just surprised I don't remember you from the chicken place. Well, I mean... Wings! I thought I remembered everybody from there. I was 17, but thanks for having me. I really, really... Well, we're going to have you back in the, in the future. We'll, I, do, we'll do that. Get, I'll be. get your certificates tomorrow. You're ready to come on anytime? Anytime, anytime. but I'm not cleaning. <laughs> okay, well, that's all right. You don't have to. I won't hold you to that. All right, Bible guys are up next here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We'll take a break for the news, then we'll get with them when we return here on 1011 FM, The Answer. So, Pastor, on the night that Jesus was born, did three kings 
in full regalia with the, all of their people show up and lay their gifts before the uh, the baby Jesus. What, was that a question? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Did, uh, did the three kings really show up? No. I smell a setup. <laughs> no, I'm just... I'm just I no. want everybody to understand that it happened, but it didn't happen like yeah. on one night. No. Yeah, yeah no. Um, it's believed that more than a lot. Actually, if you read the scripture, I believe it's is it, uh, is it in Luke where it says, it says they came to the house where they were at. So it's probably... Um, not the manger, the house, that's right. right? And it's probably, what, we think about two years out? Something yeah. like that. Probably about, it was probably about two years later. Sometime within that period. Yeah. I mean, it's not there's, like there's they, gra- they grabbed the latest, you know, the, the earliest Southwest plane that they could right. to get to <laughs> where they were going, right? There's a reason that the order went forth to kill all males two years and under, mm-hmm. because he was trying to make sure that he had that right time frame. So. double check that. I thought the wording, though, was that they said that they will find the babe lane in the manger. Okay. All right, here they go. This is this is why I like having these guys on, man. They, they they'll check it all out here for us. But Good morning, the, Dave. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, and uh, it's a great season right it now. Is a great it, season. Uh, Hanukkah is still continuing. That's correct. Indeed. It ends when Thursday. Uh, Friday. Friday. Okay. Yeah. Is it Friday morning or Friday night? Um, it will end um, Thursday night. It, yeah, right. Thursday, Thursday night. night. Right. So yeah. So yes. So Thursday <laughs> thir- Thursday night is actually uh, actually Friday because of the uh, the way the calendar goes. But right. yes. Yeah, so, so Thursday night is the last time you light a candle. So okay. you, it basically will go from there. So how how much you may know just because I know you, your church has a pretty good sized menorah, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. How much does something like that run? Now, that was actually given to us as a gift, so okay. I so don't I don't know. know. Yeah, is it on Amazon? Do you know? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Wondering if it is. I mean, come I on, so. everything's actually, on Amazon. Actually, he's the one to ask. Yeah, I had a, uh, I had they a, gave it to us. It was a oh, oh really about, about five foot, yeah. Menorah, five foot. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I had a friend of mine who owns a welding shop. No, you together. had it made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was it real expensive? No. I, I I'm thinking about only... having one made for next year and put it in front of my house. Oh yeah, yeah. I want. I want. Well, look, I, I have. I've seen some really nice ones built out of one-inch PVC, um, and those are obviously relatively inexpensive, and they'll hold normal-sized candles. So if you're going to build one that's five or six feet tall, well, I'm not going to put candles so. on. I want one that has, you know, you can <clears throat> screw in light bulbs. Mm-hmm. And this year we've got. Um, I bought a series of tiered electric candles so uh-huh. they, they kind of spiral from very short at the outsides to the very tall candle in the center right. uh, and, and we pick them up and flip the switch on the bottom so um but they're they're very nice looking candles yep. so yeah because yeah. i want something in front of my house right yeah right. i mean yeah. on my chimney i got a real big christmas wreath mm-hmm. and then i got one of those balls that you put out on your lawn and it makes it Look like it's snowing on your Doing house. Oh, right, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like that. That's that's my, my Christmas edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of my stuff over the years has just finally given up the ghost. I used yeah. to have dozens of candy canes and all of that. Right. And I don't do it any longer. It's just, you know, I'm getting old enough now that I'm, I'm getting to be... You're a mean one. I'm just, I'm just saying. By the way, uh, Heidi, I got, I got to get it to you today. I've got a rock version of that song for us tomorrow so we'll, okay. we'll play that tomorrow but anyway yeah. bottom line is i want to I, I want to get the menorah in front yeah. because i really 
as much as I like Christmas, mm-hmm. I'll be, I'm going to be one of the first ones to tell you I like Christmas. I do understand that it's not Jesus's birthday. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't put happy birthday Jesus on my house or anything like that. <laughs> That's not what it is. It's a time to remember Christ's birth. Yeah. I don't think we're supposed to know when exactly it happened, but you all have done a pretty good job over the years of giving us a pretty good idea of what time of the year by going by the festivals and things of that nature. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I've been doing a series on Hanukkah at our, our church right now, and um, the first Sunday that I talked about it, I actually just we just show a timeline, uh, and it shows um, uh, when um, John the Baptist's dad um, was serving in the temple. Uh, the Bible gives his course, and it te- and his course is based upon the eighth course, which is the eighth eighth week from the new year. They count it from the new year. Uh, the biblical new year um, would have been in uh, at um, first of Nisan, um, and then you actually calculate for they had to actually everybody had to serve an extra week for the holidays. So you got to pack a week in there for Passover, and it puts him actually in the temple um, at the feast of um, Shavuot or Pentecost. It puts him in June, uh, and the Bible says after that he goes home. He he and his wife um, meet up, and John is conceived. And the Bible says then um, she hides herself for five months. So June plus five months puts it in November. Then it says in her sixth month, she was with Mary. Which, okay, now hold on. Yeah. All right, you said she she hid herself. Yeah. Yeah, understand why. Well, yeah. well, it, it was customary that a woman would go into confinement. I think even in, even into the 19th century, uh, the women would go into this kind of confinement. But uh, but then uh, but then um, in the sixth month, it says that she was with um, her, her cousin uh, Mary. In the sixth month, which would be the month of December, and that was right after the angel. Actually, the angel appeared to Mary and said, your cousin Elizabeth is now in her sixth month, and that was when Mary conceived. So that puts it in December, uh, and so you do the math, and you find Yeshua, Jesus being born uh, at the end of September, uh, roughly, which is the Feast of Sukkot. Very, very cool. So Hanukkah really is a a celebration of when Messiah would have been conceived as opposed right. to when he would have been right. born. Now that's cool. Yeah. I mean, when, yeah. When the light came into the world. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yes. And notice that it said, when the light came into the world. Mm-hmm. That means the light existed mm-hmm. as a human mm-hmm. being. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All right. It it wasn't after he's hound, his head crowned out <laughs> right. of the vaginal canal. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just telling right. you, it's just... Let's be honest about some of this stuff. Just Thanks for the me. biology lesson this morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm just going with what right. people yeah. say right. today. Yeah. They say such ignorant yeah. things. Yeah. And I'm going to say that it's because you've been taught that ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. You but really, really have. But you think about this, you know, so so when going back to that story where Elizabeth meets with Mary and the Bible says that when they met that Mary's baby leapt on the inside of her. Uh, and not only that. But it says that that John, that was John the Baptist, that John was filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm. So Jesus is already ministering That's to right. people. <laughs> so yeah. It, it, so he so John is filled with the Holy Ghost in his mother's womb. So talk about a child being alive before mm-hmm. it's born. You have John getting filled with the Holy Ghost in his mother's womb. I mean, abortion has no life. So to stand if, you, on. if you're just tuned in and you're going, boy, these guys sound like they believe that stuff in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we'll figure. <laughs> yeah. We believe that stuff yeah, in the we Bible. Do. Absolutely, we I, do. I wear the funny mentalist proud hat. There's nothing wrong with it. No. There's nothing wrong with that. I just, it, it amazes me is how many people have gotten so far away from it yeah. that 
to call yourself a Christian is to call yourself nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, Mm -hmm. you don't believe anything. If you don't believe what's in the Bible, then you're not a Christian. I'm sorry. There was a rash of uh, a lot of ministers and like song leaders and from some of the bigger Mm -hmm. churches about a year, year and a half, two years ago over the last few years that have stepped away and said they no longer believe this. And I was listening to a guy who um, deals a lot with apologetics and that kind of stuff, and he says because they don't know what they believe, because they came into the faith through the manner in which it's being presented today, which is a feel-good thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when the feelings run out and you don't have answers or when people confront you and you don't have answers, then it causes you to question what you believe. We study and live and breathe this thing, so we have answers, and it's not a matter of – it really isn't a matter of faith. Because the evidence will lead you to believe what it is the Bible says about about Yeshua, about Jesus. Let, let's give them a real easy book to read. Josh McDowell oh. has got a book out. He's had it out for years that goes through the basic tenets of apologetics, which is the proof mm-hmm. of what's in the Bible. And if you sit down and read it uh, more than a carpenter, you'll you'll figure out that Jesus is who he said if you go in with an open mind, now if you go in preconceived notations and in, in your mind and all that, uh, you'll have you're going to have problems. We'll but go, let the Holy Spirit work. Yeah, we'll go back to what Steve said. You know, he said um, the evidence will lead you. The, McDowell put out a book called The Case for Christ. Yeah, another and, great book. And he he was, if I'm not mistaken, he was an he was an atheist, atheist journalist. Yes. No, different no, guy. Yeah, that I'm wasn't sorry, McDowell. That was um, Leash. Uh, was it Strobel? I, Strobel. Yeah, Strobel. Yeah, Strobel. Yeah, yeah, so he was the guy who wrote for the Sun right. Times. Yeah, right. Okay, yep. Chicago Sun Times. Okay, so. A lawyer and a reporter. Yeah, my yeah. word. So it wasn't who you wasn't um, McDowell, 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 but, right. but, but the same point is he researched yep. Yep. and based from from a from his background, a, a lawyer, a journalist, he found out that yeah, you know, McDowell the was, a, was an atheist too. Because I remember I listened to an interview with his son um, on Dr. Brown's program the other day, and, and his son just came out with a book uh, about how to approach the young people um, in in this generation. Yeah, well, and the, bottom line is, you know. You gotta believe, right? Yeah. Right. the The case for Christ has also been turned into a movie, yes. and I yes. believe is on still on Netflix. Yeah, still can be seen on Netflix. Watch yeah, it. They did is a good, good job with it. Yes, because he was pissed off time. about his wife believing. Right. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. She got converted, and he was like, "Oh, I can't believe yeah. it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he had some he had some unpleasant things to say to her before. Yes, he, he did. started his investigation. <laughs> his, the, the point there was he was going to go prove to her how ignorant she was. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, literally. That yeah. was his. That That's what down goal. the path. Well, you know who else was like that, and uh, he wrote back in the early twentieth century, late nineteenth century. Uh, you know. Was uh, what was it? That, oh gosh, now I've lost. I've lost it. I'll, t- I'll give you his name when he come back. Senior <laughs> moment. Let me go. Let me go take my centrum, and I'll be I'll be back to tell you who I'm talking about in just a moment. Don't forget about PI Roofing. Uh, I, I I know their name because I talk about them every day. Bottom line about PI Roofing: If you need your roof taken care of, they'll do it for you professionally. They'll follow all the COVID nineteen protocols. Your family doesn't have to worry about coming into contact with COVID-19 through them. They don't have to worry about coming through uh, into contact with COVID-19 through you. And everybody stays safe. But they will make sure that the elements that are outside your house stay outside your house. You know, like uh, the day before yesterday, when it was raining all day long, 
Uh, you know, that water came down out of the sky. That's called rain, just so you'll know. And the bottom line is it kept it kept all that rain out of my house. My house was absolutely dry. Let me give you again uh, how, a, how a leak works. It gets through your... It gets through your shingles. It gets from the shingles through the, uh, the 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 fiber that's underneath your shingles. It then gets through the wood that the felt. Then you got your, the wood that's on top of your house. That's plywood, normally uh, half inch, three quarter inch, depending on how you want to go. And it gets through that. Then it gets through all of the uh, uh, stuff that's in your uh, your house to keep the heat in or to cool to cool in the insulation and then it gets in and it gets on top of or between uh your uh, drywall and then you start seeing the results of it and by the time you see that you're going to spend a lot of money to fix it just so you know so don't let it get in go to pi roofing have them just walk your roof it won't cost you anything they'll walk your roof they they call them the roof leak detectives for a reason they will detect if there's any leaks in your house. You call them 707-3551 or visit them online at piroofing.com. All right, so I was referring to one of my favorite authors, and I had a senior moment. I took my Centrum, and now I know. Uh, it's C.S. Lewis. All right, and uh, great, great book, uh, Mere Christianity. I highly, if you're not a believer and you say, there's no reason to believe logically that Christ was who he said he was. Then read Mere Christianity. C.S. Lewis started writing that book to disprove Jesus Christ. When he got to the end, he said, guess what? <laughs> you know, he's really who he said he was. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's, those are the people, for me, it makes me easy, easy for me to believe what they're saying to mm-hmm. me. Because they didn't believe it at all. I mean, right. nana right. about it. <laughs> One of the key uh, points that Strobel made in his book that always stuck with me was, he said, um, what he found was that it, people will die for what they believe. Yes, they you will. Know, people do it all the time. They'll die for what they believe is true. <clears throat> he said, but there, nobody will die for something that they know is a lie. Right. And he said the fact that 10 of the 11 remaining apostles went to their death proves is enough evidence to prove that what they saw they believed to be true, right? Because yeah. they wouldn't, they didn't fabricate the story because nobody and would die in the most horrendous right. way. Yeah. They, they wouldn't die for something that they made up or they believed not to be true. Was yeah. it Thomas? Who, of course, we all know the story Doubted of Thomas. Him. He needed to put his fingers in the wounds of Jesus before yeah. he would believe. He was the one who was tossed from the top of a building, wasn't he? That was James. Was that James? Yeah, from the okay. pinnacle. Pinnacle of a Temple, Thomas, um, he was, he died as a missionary to India, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken. And was he, was he shot with arrows or was he stoned to death? He, he was, he was martyred, but I don't remember exactly what, what I think fashion. he was shot. Yeah. Yeah. Good book. Just if you want to give some, a book, somebody a book for, I won't say light reading, but yeah. for reading is Fox's book of martyrs. Yeah. It's yeah. a great book yeah. about that. And then think about all the hundreds of thousands oh, yeah. of believers who have perished yep. since that time. Look at what's going in the Middle East. Right. Yeah. Those are people dying for their faith, people. Right. Right. And, in, and in Arkansas, if it's raining, you don't go to church. <clears throat> yeah. Right. 
It's true. Yeah. It's a different world we live in. True. <laughs> Don't get ugly. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> stating facts. No, hey, all we're trying to do. I'm told that. I give, Dave, people give me a nice. hard time for saying that kind of stuff. It's like, look, I'm just trying to help you before you get before the judgment seat, okay? <laughs> yeah. Right? Just trying to get you a little heads up here that, you, that you're going to stand before God and he's going to go, really? Yeah. It, you, you, you wanted to sleep in or it, you wanted to watch the game or it you was just, raining. it was raining or snowing? <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, well but yeah. anyway, we need to, we need to, let's yeah. go back because you guys <laughs> figured out about between the Magi and the shepherds, <clears throat> yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so you were right, correct, Pastor? Yes, I was okay. right. Yes. The Magi was to go to the house. They said to the house, yeah. The, yeah. Pastor the Steve was wrong. shepherds were told to go <laughs> to, to the, the manger. manger. Right. Okay. Yeah, we got it wrong. <laughs> yes. I was, I was, I was wrong about Strobel and, uh, right. and... Yeah, and, so the, here, here's the key is that, you know, this is... it's. They worked that out. They they went to the scriptures yep. and they looked at what it said. Yep. And the, the 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 shepherds were instrumental mm-hmm. from the moment it happened mm-hmm. right. that yes. night. Yeah, you know, whenever that night was, I and it wasn't snowing. I'm just telling you, it probably wasn't <laughs> snowing. Yeah, you do know how odd it makes us that while we can. Rec- cite the Hanukkah story from memory that we start talking about details of Christmas uh, and the birth and go, no, wait a second. Uh, when, when, who was where with? Hang on, let me check that. So. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm mm. glad that you guys did that. It just goes Slightly to show that focus. it's easy to get some of this sure, stuff sure. kind of confused. And But when you want to clarify what you believe, mm-hmm. you go to the book. That's right. Here's what we didn't do. We, right. didn't, we, di- we didn't find ourselves in a position where we thought the we had facts wrong and then decided to build a church and stand on that because I'm too proud <laughs> to admit right. that I'd be wrong. No, a there, there are a lot of churches out there where yep. the church exists because some man found himself in a position where he was too proud to admit he was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we don't find ourselves. We are, we are scholars. Um, and a lot of, a lot of what I do as a scholar is trying to eliminate the things that are uh, wrong ideas in my head. And there's a lot of stuff up there and some of that is invariably wrong in the, but good for uh, trivial pursuit. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it is my goal to eliminate those things that are wrong because that uh, that means there's more right that's still up there. It's taken, and it's taken a while, believe me. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's a, here's, you know, I, I love that brother, but there's a reason we put him at the far end of the table. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you're watching on Facebook, they they love each other, okay? Yeah. But I do put Scott between them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place for Scott yeah. to be. Yeah, a good place for him to be because he, he's really good Fast eye and hand coordination. <laughs> Great having these guys on. It really, really is. And, and and a lot more levity today yeah. because we're getting, I think, into that part of the year that people can be a little bit more lighter than we've been. Mm. I hope you don't let COVID-19 destroy yeah. your yeah. holiday spirit. I was at uh universal studios over the weekend i went to, to florida to be with my my daughter and my grandkids and 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 spent a weekend with them had a great time uh and uh but i didn't i didn't get all freaked out that i was around a bunch of people i mm-hmm. mean i was around but some people did mm-hmm. person looked back and told us you guys are getting too close and i and can't you see that she's pregnant this lady, right? And I looked at him and I said, then why are you at an amusement park? Right, right. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Do you think that the, the virus right. 
goes five and three quarters feet away from you and then dies <laughs> before it gets to you. I, oh, I just can't put up with that kind of stuff. I don't either. No, it's not, it's it's not, like, yeah, can't you see you're it. stupid? No, I, I don't say it that way. I, I try to be I Well, that's that's the smooth, sensitive Steve down there. Don't yeah, that is stupid, the stupid. So, yeah. Don't be ignorant. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just, I've just had my fill, brother. I mean, I, just, I understand. I've had my fill of yeah. just so much of so many things of just dishonesty. People are letting it suck the joy yes, right yes, out of their life. Yep. Yes, they are. Not, it's so sad. Not well, just that, but just not pursuit of truthful things in general, right. whether it be political, whether it be religious. I am all things about pursuing things that are true. And when I see people who are just getting off on tangents and there's no evidence or truth behind it, I just get fed up with it. All right. Rush joins us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, we're back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Want some jewelry that are special for that loved one that you have? And uh, you know that when they're wearing it, nobody else is wearing it? Well, then you need to go over and see uh, Eric Coleman over at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry, 3000 Cavanaugh in uh, Little Rock. Uh, He'll make unique jewelry for you. Now, I'm just going to warn you. We're getting close. Today is the 15th. That's correct, right? Today's December 15th, so we're 10 days away from Christmas. I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm just telling you that he might not be able to whip together something unique and make the, the, the wax mold and, and get the gold and the, and, the, and the diamonds or the colored gemstones or the stones that you want for it uh, in that amount of time. So you might be have to be you know put a you know to come soon piece of paper in a stocking or something. But the bottom line, Eric Coleman will make that kind of jewelry for you because he's an artisan and he's a great jeweler and he knows his diamonds and he knows his colored gemstones and he can get them at the price that you uh, can pay without it uh, you know breaking the bank. You don't have to give up your your firstborn. Uh, to get something from Eric Coleman. And it will be absolutely unique to the person that you bought it for. Call him at 501-246-3655. 501-246-3655. And talk to Eric. Make an appointment. Sit down with him. Go over it and 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 get something designed for your loved one. Now, if you want to buy something off the case, you can do that as well. There's plenty of stuff that you can buy off the case that's hillcrest designer 3000 cavanaugh in little rock so you guys did you guys hear my last hour mm-hmm. you can buy gift certificates for your wife to have the house cleaned oh really mm-hmm. yeah you can buy 200 dollars gift for 100 bucks wow 300 dollar, which would do a big house oh yeah for only 150 they go on sale tomorrow just just telling you all right something to think about all right keep you in mind women like that kind of stuff they do yeah they do all right we're back with the bible guys i I did have some uh, uh, questions one of them was and we typically get this at at uh, christmas time let me read it to you i go find it real fast i've been sending out other stuff to them today all right sent and i think this is it right here and the question says... I think we got three or four, didn't we? Uh, yeah. I'm just looking to see what this, which one I'm at here. Right. Good morning, guys. I have enjoyed your Hanukkah services at Agape, and am curious why other churches, Lutheran, Baptist, etc., don't think the Jewish 
messianic connection with Jesus is important. The text below from a friend, for example, for review, uh, it says only please, just some different things that they asked. Uh, many of those traditions aren't important to non-Jews. Uh, Jesus was a ful- fulfillment of the ceremonial practices, such as the Passover, which some Jews still may still believe uh, celebrate, but don't think Jesus is the Passover lamb. But a lot of people uh, still think biblical Israel is the heretics in the Middle East or the desert land over there, but biblical Israel is the church of believers. Now, we've heard all of this because this is uh, stuff that people have have put up to take away from Judaism. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. And it started about uh, 300 years after Christ's death. Yep. So I'll, I'll let you guys talk about that. <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, going back to the first part of the, the question, um, uh, why don't other church or denominations do this? And um, it's, um, it's well, I think probably the, the main thing would be um, the fact that we've been taught about replacement theology. Um, our seminaries teach that. Mm-hmm. And so these pastors, um, they come by it honestly. They're teaching what they were taught. Right. They're, not, they're not doing it in a, some type of a deliberate, malicious way. They were, they're teaching what they were taught, and they were taught that uh, the Jews have been displaced in the favor of the of the church, mm-hmm. and um, that comes through all kinds of things with dispensationalism and things. There's a lot we could talk about there, but that's basically the reason why um, they they don't because they've bought into a line of theology uh, that teaches that the Israel has been displaced and now it's the church age and because it's the church age we do things differently and what we do does not look like what was and that was look for the um when you go to a bible search app or something just put in church age let me know if you find that in the scriptures <laughs> and it comes down to foundational things <laughs> oh I'm serious i did once i was like because i hear these preachers talking about it all the time yeah the church age and you yeah. try and tell them well, what's the difference well tell me the difference between the jews and the christians and then, but I don't want you to talk about it today. I want you to go back and look in the in the book of Acts, and you right. tell me the difference between the Jews and the Christians because they were one and the same. And you take one simple phrase: "Jesus came to do away with the law," and you make that your foundational doctrine. But for that's everything. not what he said. Correct. Right. He didn't. <clears throat> and but they but when you do that, that means you read everything through that lens. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that means if you read something about food in the New Testament, you automatically oh he's done away with it. Oh that means pork or all oh, that means this and, and it automatically filters everything and how you interpret the scriptures, just that one phrase and that one idea. And that's what led to all of these, as Pastor Scott said, all of these denominations, they have come by it honestly. They have tried to study and understand the scriptures, but they immediately put on that filter, and therefore it's impossible to see. Or they interpret wrongly. Right. I mean, that that's the key. They interpret long, uh, wrongly on, on some of this. Let me give you an, an example here. Uh, let me try Galatians 3.29. All right. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to the promise. They take that, and instead of understanding what the Scripture has said in other places about mm-hmm. being grafted yep. into Judaism, yep. it says they're saying that Christianity now takes the place of Judaism. That's right. That's false doctrine. Yep. Yes, it is. You can never look at something as, um, you know, when they read that, they think, okay, now, now this is what is, as opposed to seeing it as being being made a part of something, they see it that now it's something that's being being made exclusive to, and it's just never been that way. 
No. But unfortunately, that's the that's the as Pastor Steve said, that's those are the eyeglasses that people are reading the scripture through, and they see everything through it. And look, I think we'll all admit before we were introduced to this, we all thought the same. I was thing, the same way, you know? mm-hmm. and it wasn't that we had anything against um, mm-hmm. the Jewish Jews. people or or the or the the culture. It was just that we didn't know. Yeah. Uh, but once your eyes are open to it, you just you can't close them. I think we've all used this analogy, and Pastor Scott used it quite a bit, and that's that. Um, why would we stop doing the things that are meant to be? The word, the Moedim, for the feast, for all of these things, are, it gives a connotation of a rehearsal. And so um, I've got a daughter that's going to be getting married in the spring, and so we've all gone Good through that. Her. And what do we do? Do we go, oh, the wedding's come. We're never going to talk about this date again. Of course right. not. You remember that date. And God said, I don't know how many times he said to Israel, remember, 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 remember. Well, the why then we then the one who comes who is the fulfillment of all these things he's saying he said forget it, it yeah. just just stop okay it's just common sense you don't have to be a theologian to figure these things out remember right. do me a favor if you would just go to the scripture where Jesus says that I came to fulfill the law not to destroy it yeah I mean to me that is. A very hard verse to break a sure, lot of sure. what is being taught in our seminaries. Well, go find where it says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm sorry. He's he's not talking about just any old set of think, commandments. He's talking about that everything that has come before. They stop, right? So do right. not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. <clears throat> I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. There it is. But wait. All right. It's the next part. Oh, For surely to I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass away from the law until it is all fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men to do so will be called least in the kingdom. Doesn't say you won't make the kingdom. Right. Just says That's you might be news. squeaking under. You know when you watch those horror movies and the, the walls coming down, mm-hmm. you're going to be the guy that gets under it just before it slams down. <laughs> Billy and I joke with one another that we don't want to be walking around the kingdom and somebody goes, hey, what's up, Least? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, getting a, uh, we're getting a stone with a new name on it. I'm just hoping right. when I get my well, stone, I, what's written on there is not Least. So, so, I don't, I, I don't believe, look, it's going to be like, you know, it's going to be like Dr. Zeus land where you got a shirt that says Least number one on it or whatever. You know, I, I don't Nate, think that's going to happen. It's negative one. <laughs> Here's one of those things that I think will will probably shock a lot of theologians and teachers, uh, seminary professors out there, uh, is that they're all going to end up having to do remedial school the moment we get to the kingdom. Um, because all the stuff that they go on, well, that's, that's not important, that's historical, they suddenly A, have to learn, and then B, have to learn how to live it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they'll be shocked. Uh, it's one of those things that kind of tipped me off back in the day well if the jews did it and when messiah sets up his kingdom we're going to be doing it again then it doesn't make any sense not to be doing it now yeah, um so i mean we're we're doing all of these things um uh, messiah himself said i don't do anything that i don't see the father doing right. and he did all these things so god doesn't change and he's been doing all these things which means he will continue to be even doing when we're talking things. about with hanukkah even though it's not one of the commandment ones it's in the book of maccabees right but if there's ever a story that needs to be remembered today mm-hmm. right today in which the government of the day is overreaching and telling you what you can and cannot do telling churches what they can and cannot do if there's ever a story that needs to be preached and shouted and reminded of that's the one yeah yeah absolutely 
And the, fact just, that, the fact that Jesus celebrated it should make it a church or a believer yeah. want to know. If you're not going to celebrate, to at least know what it is and why he was doing what right. he was doing. Sure. Uh, look, if you, I know this might be a weird way of putting it, all right? I understand why people celebrate Christmas, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about that. But in the front, I believe, of every church, uh, there should be, you know, a menorah. Yeah. Should be, be there. Great. Yep. Have both of them there and understand that the Christmas side, that's the secular celebration. Yep. The menorah, that is the spiritual celebration that's yep. going on. And we don't do that. We do one or the other. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that. I mean, I, I'm i glad that Christmas exists, so it, it not as much today as it used to, but it points to the Savior at least. Yeah. At least it points to the Savior. Although one of my favorite memes that I've seen here just recently was the one with the, uh, the person's got the the manger set up, you know, J- Mary and Joseph, and in the middle they got the little the little baby Jesus, and then in the back there's a cat looking in. <laughs> I thought that I thought that was I think that's pretty cool. I kind of like that. I kind of like that one. All right, well, I got to get a break in. Let's do that. I've got another question, and it is about Christian uh, about Christmas, and I think it's the the wrong way of approaching Christmas, even uh, from people maybe are, are really into you know the the whole Hebraic roots thing, like we are, but we don't do this. All right, but other people do. Uh, do you want to retire in the next five years? I know I do. If you overlook or underestimate one little thing, it could totally derail your retirement. Learn how you could avoid this in a free guide, the Ultimate Retirement Planning Checklist. It's from David Lucas Financial in Little Rock. This uh, comprehensive 31-point checklist could be the single most important tool that can help you ensure you're covered and that you're, you've covered all your bases. And don't make any mistakes, because you make a mistake, it can cost you big time. To get your free retirement planning checklist, be one of the first 10 callers at 501-222-3315. The free checklist is the result of decades of financial planning experience from working with thousands of families. They had some of the same questions I'm sure you do. To get your free secured retirement planning checklist, again, call 501 222 3315 investment advisory services offered through david lucas financial and arkansas registered investment advisor so if you've ever heard anybody say satan clause i'm going to talk about it when we come back all right so here you go i was wondering if the bible guys could speak about the celebration of christmas and i i share some of the concerns that this writer does I've heard that it has a lot of things in it that didn't come from the Bible. Well, yeah, you should know that. But you never know uh, what you can believe from the Internet. What kind of things do they consider unbiblical or even pagan, as some websites say? I might add that there seems to be a lot of undue anger Mm -hmm. at the celebration of Christmas among Messianics. It also feels as if they are more angry about Christmas than they are about abortion or other gross sins. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, but it seems that why to, that, that's, that why to me, I am not saying that the Bible guys give that impression because they don't. Lastly, do they feel that it is wrong or sinful to celebrate Christmas? Thanks. And I agree. You know, that's why I brought up that whole thing, Satan clause. Right, right. 
Give me a break. <laughs> All right, just give me a break, Satan Claus. As old Pentecostals sake. used to say that. Yeah, I'm just saying, really? can give me, just give me a break on that. I mean, I, I have no doubt where my my eternity lies. Right. You know, and I, I, I'm, I don't worship Santa Claus, uh, but I get, I, I like what a lot of it uh, that he stands for stands for. Yeah. I think if you, um, you know, the, in the essence of the question, I'll just kind of start from the from the bottom. We can work up from there. Is it is it wrong or sinful? Uh, if you if you see Christmas as celebrating the birth of Jesus, well, no, um, God celebrated the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We were saying before the we got back on the on on air. God celebrated the birth of Jesus in that He sent heavenly hosts to sing songs about His birth. So, is there anything wrong with seeing? Christmas carol or Christmas carols about the birth of Messiah? No. Now I would not sing the song O Tannenbaum, O Tannenbaum, sing about a tree. But you want to sing about the birth of Jesus? There's nothing wrong with that. Did he? Uh, did he uh, send uh, Mary and Joseph to a quote manger? If you're going to call it that, yes. Did, so there's nothing wrong with putting out a crush scene and celebrating that. Did, he, did were shepherds involved? Yeah, great. So yes, God orchestrated the heavens and the angels and. And all these things to celebrate the birth of his son. So is it wrong to celebrate Christmas as sinful? Absolutely not. Now, we can debate about the, the, the right timing and, and what things to jettison from the celebration of Christmas that may have creeped in because of paganism. But then, but we, but we also have to say, okay, well, what things have crept into Passover? Right. Should there be an egg on the plate? Right. Should I be angry, more angry about that? Than, I mean, yeah, I, I, the whole hostility thing, I can, you know, I, I do kind of feel some of those things as well but so it's, it's not wrong uh correct but i think we can debate what we need to get rid of to make it more pure in our celebration than um than not the three of us would would confront anybody that would act like that yeah um, and, these and that's good reasons. right so, we yeah. have yeah because and most of those people that they're pulling from that, that do that kind of stuff uh, they sit in a room with one another and pat each other on the back that they're masters of the universe and know the, <laughs> that they know the stories of the Torah and everything backwards and forwards. Gosh, and then, Sadducees and right, Pharisees. Yeah, okay. and, and, and they're, they're just um, – th- those are not the, the majority of, of, of the people in the Messianic community. And most will just say, oh, well, praise God. I'm, you know, I'm glad that you're you know, celebrating and remembering what the coming of the Lord and that kind of stuff. And um, – but no, nobody who really has a genuine love for people is going to be condemning like that because there are those people, they find paganism in everything, right, everything. Right. I created a song from the old Dr. Pepper song. I say created, but, you know, I'm a pepper, you're a pepper, wouldn't you like to be right. a pepper too? I, these, these people are like, that's a pagan, you're a pagan, when you want to be a pagan too. They put <laughs> paganism in everything. Yeah. They find yeah. it in everything. I was like, how do you? Well, paganism it is, is everywhere. It, it is. really is. It I is. mean, seriously, yeah. it really is. Just look because at your that, money. Look at the right. backside of your money. Yeah, right. I mean, that's the difference, as I always try to tell people. Religion is man reaching for God. Yeah. Jesus was God reaching for man. Right, right. There's a totally different concept there. Yeah. Now, I will be a little kinder and gentler than Steve was down there. <laughs> you have to understand that for a lot of people um, who are in the Messianic uh, movement who are in the Hebrew roots movement. Um, a, a lot of times when they come out of modern church, they feel like they've been lied to their whole life. Yep. Uh, and so they're very defensive. Uh, B, they're still trying to find their footing and grounding. 
Um, so they, they latch onto the truth they've got and they, they don't want to hear anything about mm-hmm. uh, modern church because um, they don't they don't have a depth of knowledge yet to be able to stand and have that conversation. Um, and see, they've been beat up so much as they went out of the church um, that they're a little sensitive um, when it comes to people who are still in the modern church. Uh, it, it takes courage to make the stand that we've made um, to declare that we're going to do the things the way God has ordered them rather than the way man has reordered them. All right. That's good. We're out of it this today. It always fast hour. It is. Fast hour. Thank you, Scott, Steve, and Billy for coming by. Next week, uh, I'd like to talk about angels. I hear a lot of people talk about angels, and it's really erroneous. Mm. Let's talk about it. All right, we got news coming your way. Then I'll be back at 6 o'clock. Don't forget Dr. Terry Yamauchi talking about the vaccine on the Dave Ellswick Show. move into the six o'clock hour here on the dave ellswick show yesterday you probably saw on the news whatever uh news that you watch fox or whatever you might watch uh, one news network all of those newsmax they all had a video of the first shipments of the new vaccine from pfizer going out across the united states and going to different places here in the country to be uh, start to be administered to healthcare professionals first, and then those that help them, and then they're going to figure out who gets it next uh, from uh, time to time to time to time, and uh, to see what they have to to say uh, about it, and uh, how how soon we can expect it to make a change uh in you know the life that that we uh that we live and and things of that nature uh but uh, you know it's going to take a little bit of time you know they keep talking about herd mentality and you know reaching herd herd mentality and all of that and you're going to want to hear about all of that today as well so when i want to talk about the vaccine what i did uh, was uh, just to take and uh, take a look at uh, having Terry Yamauchi on. He's my man, and uh, he comes on uh, to talk about, uh, you know, he comes on to talk about, you know, how does this vaccine differ from former vaccines? When can we expect uh, the, that, the, that whole herd thing to, to, to come about? So I've asked him to join me today. And then I got a a little text from Heidi, and she said, check out uh, Moderna on on Google. So I'm going to just ask you to come on the air here for a second, Heidi. You can't? can't? Okay. She's got other things to do. She's going to bring up. She's got to get it on her phone. Okay. So, you know, she's looking at me. She goes, Dave, you're not supposed to ask me to be part of the show. Anyway, 
I, I bring her on because she's got it. I've got one thing here. It says Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine clears. What is it here that I got? Boom. And it says uh, clears first U.S. FDA hurdle. They got that on that. That's an hour ago. Hospitals began giving the Pfizer shots Monday, and the United States is counting on the Moderna vaccine to fulfill its promise to inoculate 20 million people uh, this month. No, 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 Let me make sure you understand that's not even 10% of the population of the United States. Okay? It is not. You there, Terry? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I've got you, got you on the line. I wanted to make sure. Uh, they yeah. appear to be set for regulatory authorization this week after U.S. Food and Drug Administration staff members uh, did not raise any major new uh, problems with that. And then looking at the New York Times, Moderna vaccine is highly protective and prevents severe COVID-19 data show. So that's that's all good news. That's all really, really good news. I think they said that they thought it was going to be like 95% effective, uh, doctor. And when you talk about that, you talk about the flu vaccination, you know, you're talking maybe 40, 50% if you're lucky. Uh, right. I think you should be pretty, pretty, uh, you know, ready to go to get vaccinated. Would you agree? Right, right. I, I think we need to be sure about our definitions, though, when we say effective. Okay. Uh, you know, what, the, what does that mean? Does that prevent you from actually getting symptomatic disease or does it protect you from dying <laughs> yeah so uh and also the, to realize that there are at least at least five uh, vaccines out there that have uh, shown promise uh to have effect of uh, preventing disease so uh you know it's not quite as gloomy as you might expect as far as how many people can be vaccinated, how quickly we may have more vaccine available uh, sooner than we think. I mean, obviously, this is already much sooner than I expected here that we would be uh, shooting people up with uh, a vaccine. Uh, I think on your program earlier, we talked about not until uh, 2021 um, and uh, it, late spring early summer so uh, this is a huge huge uh, uh, advance yeah i mean the the big deal about all of this is that people need to understand that what the president has pulled off is near miraculous with with uh, with yeah. with the uh, the the pharmaceutical companies. Right. I mean, seriously. I mean, this this is the Manhattan Project of our time. It's just, it's just the way I see it. I mean, the Manhattan Project for you who may not be into history uh, was the development of the atomic bomb, which brought the end of World War II. But uh, this is going to hopefully, I just, I got my fingers crossed, my eyes crossed, my toes crossed, uh, is going to bring the end of this, I think, uh, overreaction on on this virus. I'm not saying that it's not dangerous. I'm not saying that it can't kill people. I'm just saying that I think people have overreacted to it and have completely changed life as we know it. But I think that has to go 
to uh, what the media has done and put the fear of God into people about this. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's amazing what they've been able to achieve, and they've done it in a totally different way than Absolutely. previously. Absolutely. It's, it is it is a miracle um, that uh, going through all the red tape and the rules and regulations of, uh, I guess, science, yeah, uh, to get to this to this stage. Now, I will say though that uh, I would caution people that this is not the complete answer, and we're still going to have major problems for the next uh, probably the next at least six months, and that people are going to have to continue to do the things that we're supposed to be doing right now. You know. Uh, you know, staying away from crowds, washing your hands, wearing a mask, that sort of that sort of thing. That, those things are still foremost as, as far as uh, important. And we aren't answering the question completely just uh, in the next few days or a few weeks uh, with the vaccine. It's out there. It's going to be more plentiful, and it's going to be definitely the, the eventual answer to this this disease. Okay, so let me ask you to talk to my listeners about the way that they have done vaccines in in previous times for the most part was to use dead pieces of a vac of a of a virus and inoculate people to let your immune system build up uh you know against it this time right. they're doing it a little bit different. Talk about the difference between this the DNA way of doing it and the RNA way of doing it. Well, it's <laughs> that's easy to say that, but it's hard to explain. I mean, well, what, what the scientists have tried to do or have achieved is taking parts of the genetic material of the infectious uh, virus, the virus itself, and taking a part of that uh, genetic material and put it into other viral pieces or along with other viral pieces, so that the virus itself can uh, um, make uh, uh, antibody or um, material that will prevent the virus from either attaching or causing disease. That's a semi-easy way to explain a very, very tough explanation okay can you talk a little bit about the difference between the vaccinations we've been getting made with uh, dead material now that they they can use live material and that live material will not cause you any problem that's that's right that that's the aim and it should be able to make better protective material uh, than dead or pieces of virus um I don't know if I could explain it better than that because it involves taking pieces of genetic material from a virus and putting it into another, actually, another virus or associating it with another piece of a virus that can actually replicate without causing disease. That's that's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just sounds, it just sounds crazy, doesn't it? It sounds crazy, and, you know, it's something that we never would have thought of 
that one of the reasons why we've been able to uh, develop this vaccine so so quickly is that they had already scientists had already started uh, doing this process with previous vaccines, but hadn't uh, hadn't perfected it or hadn't uh, been able to to do it in a rapid uh, method. So uh, it had already been started. And uh, it was just a continuation of that process uh, started uh, several years ago, actually. Okay, so with this, the start of this new way of doing it, it was just RNA versus DNA. Yeah. Ex- explain to us, does that mean that in the future uh, we're going to be able to rapidly respond, let's say during the flu epidemic, I mean, yes. they they can come up with a new flu vaccine instead of using dead uh, DNA, use live RNA and be yes. a, a lot better with it. Yes, yes, that's that's a better way of saying it, I guess. And <laughs> uh, uh, it won't require the same kind of uh, materials like, you know, for flu influenza in the past, we've used, actually used chicken eggs. Right and uh, stuff from chick uh, from other animals, and so um, you know this is a, a new process, a new way of attacking uh, an infectious disease. Yeah, and you know something I, I I want people to understand: the flu is still out there. the 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 one that you got you've grown up with, and uh, you know you know yeah. it's out there. Uh, bottom line is, I was over at walmart just the other day because i was i'm one of those guys that walks up because i'm a talk show host and i said when are you guys are expecting uh, to get the new uh you know covid19 and how difficult is it going to be and i kind of quiz them about it and stuff but you uh, have a freezer yeah they they had a huge sign there at the beginning of the line that said get your flu shot and it was talking about how deadly the flu could be and i'm thinking yeah. you know people read that and they just go, yeah. you know, they don't think nothing. About it. It's the same thing with COVID-19. I'm just telling you, both of them are, are, are COVID. Uh, they both have a lot of similarities between them. Exactly. Uh, one of the things, though, Dave, is that the uh, COVID uh, process for making a COVID vaccine may, and I, I emphasize may, uh, produce a vaccine uh, against a virus that uh, even if it mutates a little bit, which is what we worry about flu, influenza, even if it mutates a little bit, the vaccine that is produced uh, by this new methodology uh, may still be efficacious. Uh-huh. In, other, in other words, we may make uh, or we may have a vaccine that will be effective even if the virus mutates a little bit. That's incredible in and of itself as well. All right, yeah. we've uh, we've got to get a break in, Doc. Let's do that. Dr. Terry Yamauchi is with me. He is one of the uh, the really good guys and uh, very smart, worked with the CDC, has worked with Children's, has worked with UAMS, has worked all over the state of Arkansas and the United States, and uh, he, just, he just knows his stuff. And I'm going to pick his brain for the next uh, regular part of this hour here on the Dave Ellswick Show. You're going to learn a lot. Stay with me here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back. Another segment of the Dave Ellswick Show, 6 o'clock hour. Dr. Terry Yamuchi is my guest. Uh, what, 
What's your best moniker now, Terry? What should I call you? Uh, your friend. <laughs> you are my friend. That That's the most important thing. By the way, I got your Christmas card. Thank you very much. And I'm not expecting much from the Cubs in 2021. <laughs> uh, uh, that's why I love you. You're an all-around guy, even if you like the Cubs. Yeah, there you go. Well, you're a Dodgers. you got to be a happy camper. They won the World Series this year. Well, yep. I predicted that, too. So Yeah, yeah uh, you did. Early on in my show. Got, they, they got a lot of money to spread around. So They're, they're the West Coast Yankees. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> You know, my, my problem with uh, professional athletes these days is uh, they don't stick around with one team and they I go agree. to the highest bidder, so you can't get the same kinds of loyalties that you had at one time. But well, let me just I, tell I you, love the game. it was a Dodger who started that, and his name is Maury Wills. Yeah, and I know him very well. I get a Christmas card from him. Do you really? And I haven't got one yet this year, so. Uh-oh. Yeah, I want to make sure you, you know we're what I'm losing. Go ahead. We're losing. We're losing. You know, a lot of those old time players. Uh, yes, we are. We've lost a lot this away. year. We yeah. lost one of my heroes this year, Al Kaline. He's one of my favorite players. He and, was. You he, know, he's uh, Governor Mike Beebe. So that's his favorite ball player, Al Kaline. Is it really? Yep. You have to. Did I ever tell you why I like Al Kaline so much? Even I mean, he could hit. He could, you know, he could play the game. But he was yeah. he was the first ball player to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. And 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 they came they came to him the next year and said, "Look, we're going to raise your contract to a hundred, and I think it was twenty thousand. And he said, "You don't have to raise my contract. I like what I do." You don't yeah. expect to hear that now, and and don't don't expect them to say hundred thousand dollars anywhere in the contract negotiations. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that's money's. Well, at least we're going to have the travelers back. Yes, it looks like so. We'll have we'll have baseball in town. Yes, we will, and I got to get them on to talk about that. That's really important for everybody to to remember. It's been real. I look. It's been sad for me not to be able to go to the ballpark. I mean, there's something about being able to go have a you know a, a bologna sandwich and watch the Travelers play. I love that. I mean, I'm yeah, big about yeah, they, that. They've had bologna sandwiches now for the last couple years you know you can get a fried bologna sandwich yeah and they know when i'm coming because i'm gonna i'm gonna make a it's gonna be a run at the bologna sandwich uh, thing and they and they use uh what's the what's the bologna they use a really good bologna they use the tube bologna and you know they don't buy it in packages they buy it in yeah. the tubes and it's good it's really good enough about bologna though uh, let's get to the truth again, and let's get back talking about. Uh, let's talk about the vaccine, and and yeah. th- this is really important for everybody to know. You hear, uh, you know, twenty million doses are going out uh, here uh, in the first few weeks, and I remember I reminded people at the beginning of this hour that twenty million doses is not even ten percent of the United States population. Yeah, yeah. The other thing to remember, Dave, is that uh, to get the maximum effectiveness of this vaccine, two doses are needed. Yes. 
And that's uh, one dose followed 30 days later by a second dose. And although one dose in itself may give a little bit of protection, the maximum use of this vaccine requires two doses uh, 30 days apart. And people are going to think, again, I, I don't want people to think that getting a shot of this vaccine is going to cure. You can go back to doing anything you want to do. Uh, it's not going to be that easy. It's still going to have to, you're still going to have to follow those important, easy guidelines, not easy, but uh, important guidelines of, of preventing infections. And that's staying away from infections. Or if you have an infection, don't go near other people. Yeah. That's a very simple thing to think of and to understand, but it's hard to do. Yeah, and the but other the other thing so, to remember is that it when they stick you in the arm, you're not suddenly magically protected. It takes a few weeks for things to start working. That's exactly right. It's actually it starts it starts in a few days, but to get levels that will help protect you, it takes a longer time. You know, so uh, that's what I don't want people to suddenly think I'm Superman. Yeah. You know, and I can go out to, uh, you know, to the bars or to the restaurants or mingle with people or, you know, do the things that you're used to doing. You still have to have precautions. You still have to use a mask. You still have to uh, wash your hands. You know, those sort of things. common sense thing. Well, just to be honest with you, even when there wasn't a coronavirus, you know, a COVID-19, sure. I was washing my hands and I was using hand sanitizer. I've, I've done that for a long, long time. And, well, uh, I know you keep, in your so. studio there, you have, uh, you know, hand sanitizers and you're washing your desk down and wiping down yep. you know, things. So, it happens um, all the time. Right. Well, we got to get to the news. Let's hold on, and we'll come back. Okay. We'll talk more. Dr. Terry Yamauchi is my special guest. We're going to talk more about the vaccine when we return here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, let's continue talking Dr. Terry Yamauchi. I was just talking to Heidi over the talkback unit here in, in the studio, and I'm watching video of them giving the, the vaccination for COVID-19, and I just it cracked me up as big you know, banner at the bottom. Second day of vaccinations <laughs> makes me laugh. But anyway, they're getting ready to give this lady a vaccination. That is a big needle that they're sticking in her arm. And she's there and they're sticking it deep. You notice. Yes. Is there is there something about that we should know? Uh, not not that I know of, uh, other than that. Uh, it appears that this vaccine uh, is is most effective when given intramuscularly. Okay. So it's gone into a muscle rather than subcutaneously, which is just under the skin or you know not not as deep. So right. uh, that's that's as much as I know about. about yeah. So they won't be they won't be lying when they say you're going to feel a little pinch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's another thing, you know, uh, one of the what I I worry about, I wonder about is that, you know, if the, if the vaccine is cold, it, it hurts more. Yeah. And that's, this is going to be really cold. It's going to be pretty cold. Yeah. So uh, I, 
of course, I haven't got it yet. But you know, when they give me the flu shot, the good the good nurses or ex- experienced nurse that always uh, shoots me uh, usually has the syringe that's out already out, or, she, or she'll roll it around in her hand. Yes, uh, and. Uh, the nurse I've, that's given me shots is, I can hardly tell I've even been shot, you know? Yeah, that's uh, the key. A lot of times I don't even know when I've been shot. It, it's, yeah. They're so good at it. It's yeah. just yeah. the same thing like when they take blood from you. There's some nurses that have done it so much that when they do it, you don't even know they've tapped you. Right, right. Uh, and, um, you know, if you, if you tighten up, it hurts more. Yeah, try to try to relax, especially because yeah, if it's going into a muscle, if you tighten up, it it will sting. There's no doubt about that. It's going to right. it's going to do right. that. And you know the point you made earlier, just a bit when we went to news, uh, twenty million doses. And you you said that correctly. Doses that would immunize correctly immunize ten million people. Right. That's correct. Of the two dose. So, um, again, these all sound like these big numbers. And you and I have talked about numbers with diseases before and how, you know, you have to put some thought into what it really means. And so 20 million doses, 10 million people that can be immunized. And you know that of those 20 million, they get it get shot the first time or the 10 million they get shot the first time some of those are not going to come back yeah that that concerns me i mean i think it's the measles vaccine isn't it it has a booster shot that it goes along with it just a few months after you've been given it yeah there's several vaccines now that you need to get or you should get boosters and um actually the recommendation is Unfortunately, recommendations for some of our vaccines have uh, changed periodically, and so adds to the confusion. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, tetanus is a good example too. You you go in and you've cut yourself or whatever. They'll probably right. tell you, ask you, when's the last time you had a tetanus shot? Because they want to give right. you a booster if you need it, because they want to give you that added protection that you should get uh, from right. it. So right. you you, you want to follow the protocols. Yeah, that's probably our most misused vaccine because you get uh, well when you when I was little, I remember you know you get, when you go to Boy Scout camp and they'd ask you, oh, you're going to be around horses, and you're going to be out in the woods burning mm-hmm. yourself. So we'll give you a booster shot for ten. Right. Then you go to camp and. You'd fall off that horse, or you'd burn yourself. And the camp doctor said, "Hmm, I better give you a tetanus shot." Yeah, so, get Can... ready to go back to school. And they said, "Oh, you, <laughs> you no, I'm, this is really we know that we actually they've actually measured people's uh, levels of of antibody and mm-hmm. found some of these people have, have really high levels of antibody to tetanus, and they they're the people that have multiple." shots so you know there you have to be careful too on that side yeah i agree you can over inoculate yourself you don't want to do you don't want to do that either so what you're going to do is you're going to get the shot 
It's going to take you about a month, month, and a couple of weeks, and they're going to want you to come back in and get another shot. Make sure you go get the second shot. You can't just take the one shot and then not take the second shot. Right, right. And that's why, you know, we're going to need to have a really a, a large-scale education process because I, I can just see people getting the shot and say, oh, well, you know, I'm protected now. Um, you know, we're not going to have enough vaccine, so I'll just wait. Uh-huh. And, and uh, you know, start doing the things they used to do, hanging out in bars and uh, forget yeah. about getting that booster. Yeah, well, is, I don't have to wear a mask anymore and, and right, whatnot. Exactly, exactly. Well. Uh, so we're going to have to intensify the the idea of getting that uh that booster or that second shot. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to call it a booster or just a second shot. Uh, but the, that's why we are quite the number of the, of uh, vac- vaccines, the number of available va- vaccines is so important. So as you talk to people now, cause I know that you're still in demand uh, for speaking engagements, uh, probably not as much as you had been just because of COVID-19. But when you go talk to people about this, what are some of the main facts that you keep telling them? I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you repeat things here on my show already about, you know, getting that second shot, understand that it takes some time for it to take uh, results. We're not going to be going back to pre-COVID-19 lifestyles, probably for maybe another six months, that type of stuff. I mean, are are you impressing that upon people now? Yes, yes. I'm doing exactly that, that, that we can't go back to doing the things that we did. How, quick, how quickly we can do, return to a, quote, normal lifestyle is going to depend on how good people are about following all the rules besides getting immunized, you know, following the rules that we have right now, wearing a mask, staying away from using social distancing. And, uh, I think, I think on my Christmas card, I put some of the problems, social distancing. Yes, you did. Uh, so, uh, so, um, <laughs> I was, I was at uh, universal city over the weekend I was uh, at amusement park and I wore my mask while I was there and I tried to stay, you know, back in line from people and things of that nature. But it it amazed me at how many people uh, got really kind of kind of weird in there because they were like, can you move back a little bit, please? And I'm thinking to myself, look, you're at an amusement park. You know, if 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 you're that worried about picking up this virus you should not have come to an amusement park because right. you know with a, with a, just give it a little thought here six feet it's not like the virus gets five feet 11 inches from you and then drops dead that's that's right that's right you know dave uh i was with my wife uh we went uh she wanted to go to Home Depot to, no, uh, 
yeah, Home Depot to uh, get light bulbs or change light bulbs or something. Uh-huh. She's a light bulb freak. Uh, and I don't like to, uh, right now, I don't like to go anywhere. You know, my son and I went to the movies the other day. We were the only two people in the whole theater. What'd you see? We saw that tenant. Oh, what a great movie. <laughs> well, uh, I didn't say you'd you understand it. I just said that you'd like it. <laughs> uh, I did. My son didn't like it, but uh, I thought it was okay. Uh, but, you know, we were the only two people in the theater, and they had suggested that, you know, we sit two seats apart or one. Right. <laughs> It's a, I still got my popcorn, so yeah, of course. But, I'm going. But, I'm going to the movie tonight. I'm going. Wonder Woman is at the theaters right now. I'm going tonight to see Wonder Woman, 1984. Oh, that's going to be great. You know, HBO is going to streamline it. Uh, yeah, HBO I, Max. I, I think they're going to do it when it opens. Well, I thought I, I read that. What what's happening is it's I think it's opening in theaters two weeks prior and then HBO Max will bring it on. Okay, uh, I think it's. Uh, I think I was supposed to see it on Christmas Eve. There you go. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to see it uh, tonight, and then uh, it's showing every night after that at uh, Cabot 18 uh, VIP Cinema, but. Uh, the interesting thing about it is that there's other movies. I mean, Monster Hunter opens this week with Mila. I'm yeah, going to go see that's that. That's what I want to see. I want, I'm going to go see that Thursday night. And Friday night, I'm going to see a new movie with, uh, oh, what's her name from Million Dollar Baby? Um, uh, she, she's got a new movie out. It's called uh, Fatal. Hillary Swank? Yeah, Hillary Swank. Thank, thank you, Heidi. Uh, and uh, I'm going to go see it's that tomorrow. Friday night. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um I I miss our uh you know, what's our movie of the month? Yeah, we had a great we had uh, it's a wonderful life just last week and we had four theaters full. Yeah, you always sell that one out. Yeah, that was good and we're doing Gone with the Wind of course in January. There's some other movies that I want to do. I've got to get my list to to uh uh, uh Matt and we get everything all set up. Uh, the traditional, some of the traditional ones people get to see again are Casablanca, be back on the big sp- screen again. Uh, next year we'll be shooting for uh, White Christmas on the big screen. It was uh, taken away from us at the last moment uh, this year. So anyway, we got some that we we want to show now uh, back uh, as classics. Uh, Halloween, I think I'm going to do the original Halloween uh, this year. So, because you know, Halloween Kills comes out this summer, so it's going to be fun to see that. But anyway, yeah. bo- bottom line is, and, and getting getting away from movies is, we had a lot of people come out. You know, they they put their masks on and stuff when they got in the theater. We had the social distancing thing. Uh, if you were with your family, you could sit together. But then you had those seats, and then I think there was a seat or two uh, beyond that nobody could sit next to you. Uh, in the theater but bottom line is uh, you know just taking some common sense approaches to this stuff goes a long way to keeping you safe yeah 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 and i i've seen a lot of people doing that 
uh, as I was starting to say, when my wife was changing light bulbs, I decided I didn't want to go into the store, you know, I just sit in the car. Yeah. And so uh, I sit in the car and I thought, I'll just count the people going in and out and see how many people are wearing masks. And surprisingly, the vast majority, and when I say the vast majority, I'd say 70% of the people were wearing masks. So I was felt pretty good about that. Well, that's Surprised. good. They got the message, at least, so that's that's and good. And they decided. Yeah, yeah, so, so that's what we need to keep, you know, pushing, telling, telling people. And um, people might be upset with you, if you say... <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Look, I I put the mask, the mask properly. Yes, put it over your nose, over your mouth, over your chin. That's the way you're supposed to wear it properly. You don't get to wear it into the store, and you go, "I want to breathe better," and you uncover your nose. No, leave you, your nose you know, covered. Dave, one one thing I uh, you know me how curious I am about different things. I wonder if. You know, you being a, a big fella, yeah. If you're more uh, threatening for for disease like like COVID uh, than myself, well, I mean, I, you know, I'm a minority, but I'm short, right? Uh, but you're not a minority as far as just looking at you, but you're big. Yeah, I'm one of those white supremacists that are over six foot tall. <laughs> no, I mean I'm serious. You know, you you are a big person. I understand. And and I just wondered if that has any effect uh, on people of how they react, either to following the instructions or approaching you and saying something. I don't know. That's a good question. It is. Hold on. We'll follow some more questions when we come back here. On the Dave Ellsworth Show, we're going to finish up our 6 o'clock discussion here with Dr. Terry Yamauchi on the Dave Ellsworth Show. All right, final segment with Dr. Terry Yamauchi. He's the man that I always, he's a friend, first of all. Terry and I have gotten to be really good friends over the years. It's great to have him on the show today in an official capacity of just being a very, very brilliant doctor and dealing with infectious diseases And uh, we've been talking about COVID-19. As you know, the vaccine has started to be delivered here in the United States. People are beginning to be vaccinated. Let's let's since we've got about six minutes here, Doc, let's talk about the things people should get out of this. All right. So what are the main things people should be thinking about now that the COVID-19 vaccine is ready to come out and hit the market? Uh, I think they should remember that it's not going to be solve everything Im- immediately and that you still need to follow precautions that we've asked for or suggested for over a year now and for any infectious diseases. So you've got to be careful about that. Uh, uh, masks, correct, worn correctly, wash your hands, social separation, uh, get your vaccine when you can. Uh, and right now, remember, uh, you, you should be able to get the flu vaccine at any time, and you should get that. It's not going to preclude you uh, should you become eligible for the, for the COVID vaccine. But get, get your flu vaccine as soon as you can. Yeah, let me, and, ju- uh, let me jump in and say you need your flu shot 
this year like you do any year, correct? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, and and I just I'm what I worry about, Dave, is that people are going to think, oh, now that we got the vaccine, that everything's going to be okay, and it's it's not going to be okay. We're going to still have, as people are saying, bumps. And uh, if you assume that everything's okay and start immediately going back to the behavior that we had uh, pre-COVID, we were in major, major problems. So we've got got to follow what's out there right now. So how long do you figure, doctor? Six months? Well, that's one of the problems here also. We... We don't know how much vaccine is going to be available. Other other companies are coming online with the candidates' vaccines that that are being tested or have been had some testing and uh, haven't been released yet. Uh, and it, a lot depends on how soon those vaccines come come on board. Now, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in this first week or so of if people are going to complain or we're going to have any problems with reactions and and that uh, lessens the the compliance people won't want to get it if they say oh i got that vaccine or i heard somebody got the vaccine and had this bad reaction and there's going to be reactions you know it's going to be tenderness and soreness swelling redness mild fevers maybe uh but uh uh, it's going to see how well it's accepted, how quickly it's available. So uh, it's hard to say six months, eight months, a year. I don't, I, I don't know. I can't. I won't chance to guess. Yeah, I guess my my whole thing is I get a flu shot. Uh, the next day I feel a little achy. Then it's gone. Yeah. Well, everybody reacts differently too. Uh, you know, I. Uh, I did feel a little bit achy this year after I got my flu shot. Uh, I don't know if you, you got the the flu shot for older people. Yep. Yep. And that's a little stronger, I guess. I don't know. but yeah, That's uh, what I call it. I call it extra strength. strength. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I did have a, one day of, uh, you know, I didn't. I need to feel like my superhuman self. I got you. So, so let uh, me let me get you sixty seconds. Tell my listeners how how really miraculous it is that we have a vaccine this quickly. Well, usually to make a vaccine from scratch, so to speak, uh, it's not uncommon for it to take years. Uh, and when you actually have the the candidate virus or infectious agent takes a long time to get that into production and go through the safety protocol. So it is, it is amazing to say that we got this through uh, so quickly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. I, I think it's uh, like you said, almost a miracle that we did this. And, uh, the president and the his administration and the researchers are, you know, to be commended for for doing this. Uh, we're going to be a lot better off. So, all right, Doctor Terry Yamauchi, thanks for the time today. Always a yeah, pleasure to have you on the air. Have a merry Christmas, happy New Year. If I don't see you by then, and uh, okay. we got to get together, have dinner again in the near future. 
Okay, well, stay safe. I will do so. Thanks, Doc. We'll talk to you later. That's it for today's edition of the Dave Ellswick Show for uh, the 6 o'clock hour. I'll be back with you 6 a.m. tomorrow morning right here at 101.1 FM. The answer. The thing that will make them ring is the carol that you sing right within your